Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first, the debut episode of Entertainment Vehicle. I'm the host, Mitch, and today we're going to talk about the very first episode of Marvel's What If, What If Captain Carter was the first Avenger. And before all that, though, I do want to give a shout-out to my buddy Jake over at Broken Diamond Design. He is the one who did the logo for the podcast. Um, he does a lot of branding. He's got posters. He's got album art. Go check him out at Broken Diamond Design on Instagram or Facebook. I'll put the link tree in the episode description. It's time to jump into the vehicle. Buckle up and go. I do have to warn you guys, since it's my first one, I, it's going to be a little short, but we'll just have to deal with that. Um, so... For the right off the bat, before anything else with the episode, that Marvel intro, like, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you probably like Marvel shows, movies, all that, and that Marvel intro just hits every time. It's just every time I hear that epic music and I see the superheroes just flying by, I... I just get hyped up, guys. I love it every time. Now to discuss all the differences between the first story and the show. Now, the very first one, obviously, is the scene where she becomes Captain Carter. And that, I just, my only only note on that, I do not understand why they couldn't have had her do something to that guy to cause him to blow it up earlier. Like, bump into him, or like maybe spy a weapon on him or something. Like, it, it could have been so easy, and I don't know why they did that the way they did, but that's the first difference, anyway. So then, obviously, Steve gets shot, and she jumps into the machine. And, I mean, it's kind of similar. Instead of the normal dancing that... I, I think she still does that. They don't show it. I don't know why, but we could have we easily gotten a couple of shots of her dancing with the girls, but whatever. Then after that, she's apparently a much better superhero than Steve Rogers because her very first mission, which she's technically not supposed to go on, she comes back with the Tesseract and... I mean, I think this, personally, this is the biggest difference between the show and the movie. It doesn't melt through the table. I'm just disappointed in that. It, it melted through an entire plane in the movie. It should have melted through the table. Although I do have to say, her fight scenes in that mission were so sick. Like, the little move where she slams down, the truck goes flying over her. If you guys didn't get hyped up by that, I don't even want you listening. Because that was just so exciting. Then I also thought it was a really nice touch to have Steve get the Mark I Iron Man suit. I thought that was pretty sick, using the Tesseract to power that. And I don't know, maybe they just wanted something different for the show, which it probably would have been boring if it were the same. So I gotta hand it that. But, uh... Then they, the the rescue scene, did anyone else notice that Bucky looks like Chris Pine, not Sebastian Stan in that scene? That is the only thing, it was distracting, and I made a note of it, so I had, I had to talk about it. And I was also cheesing like a little schoolgirl 
with like the montage of Iron, Tesseract, and Captain Carter fighting together. That was cute as hell. Gotta hand that. Hand that to him. And it kind of made me wonder who who her Winter Soldier would be in that universe. But Because I, I can't imagine they would make it Steve. Um, but the other difference is the train going to the base is a trap and Steve gets blown up and they think they think he's dead and you also have to love Disney's humor with the whole uh oh he's not going to tell you anything and then she goes to interview him he looks scared he told me everything you got to love that that's always funny um and i'm a little confused where where did the giant space dimension octopus tentacles come from like I want to know if that was one of the, like, other options for the movie, for there to be just giant space tentacles and they didn't have the funds for it. That'd be wild. That would be hilarious. But, yeah, I'm just not sure what that was. But, anyways, that takes Peggy into a different space dimension. And then when they're opening up the Tesseract, presumably at the start of Avengers... That's when she comes out of there instead of being frozen in ice. So, Now, other than the differences from the show, there are a couple of moments I do want to highlight because they, they did pretty good with this show. Um, one of the first ones is Captain Carter and Steve are in the little therapy room where she's doing those sick uh, weight plate throws. Because that was cool too. I forgot to mention that. When they're talking about dancing with the right partner. These motherfuckers even made her pupils dilate. Like oh my god. Okay. That's amazing. Gotta hand it to them. Um, also the way they handled Howard not wanting to get in the machine. I thought that was pretty funny. Um, and you always gotta love the stereotypical bad guy. When she was going on her first mission, where she ended up with the Tesseract, the stereotypical German guy who got to crack all his knuckles and all his bones because he's so stiff. Hitler Youth Boy. Um, another Hitler Youth Boy that I thought was kind of funny was the little... He did his little stamp, his little bratty stamp, when he was yelling at... Um, shit. Red Skull. I can't remember Red Skull's real name for some reason. But I thought that was pretty funny. The, they, I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. I'm sitting here trying to do the body pose, and I, you can't see that. But I really like those people. Um, who else? Oh, shoot. The guy who was in the, the war prison with Bucky. He was in the movie, too, and he, he played, he was played by the same guy who played Damien Dark in the Arrowverse, but his little wind could dames learn to fight like that. That was stupid, but I mean, it was pretty funny. Um, yeah, guys, I think that's all I got for this episode. Um, now, I know it's pretty short, but that's where I'd like you guys to come in, because I want this to be a discussion show where we can kind of discuss with each other about the shows, the books, the games. Maybe pick something about the show and respond or ask a question to my Instagram, my Twitter, or if you guys want to do it in a review. I've had 
I've listened to a couple podcasts where for every five-star review, they read it aloud on the pod. I could do that, too, just just for some interaction. And, I mean, obviously for me to have more content for you guys to listen to because that's that's what it's about. Um, so, yeah, that would be really cool. So all five-star reviews I'll read aloud. Uh, Instagram messages, unless you tell me not to. I won't, obviously, but Instagram message, Twitter stuff. I'm going to do some polls, so if you guys want to follow me on Instagram, it is at Entertainment Vehicle. And if you guys want to follow me on Twitter, I couldn't get Entertainment Vehicle, so I had to go with at N, just N, no E, Entertain Vehicle. And you guys can just follow me on there, and I'll be posting updates to when I'm going to upload. Uh, I'm trying to get on a schedule. I just want to figure it out. When I'm going to upload, I'm going to do polls. I'm going to do all that stuff. I'm going to try to interact with you guys. And I hope there are some of you guys to interact with by the next episode. I thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope you're looking forward to the next episode. Bye!